You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Joining us now from KFAN in Minneapolis, host of the longest-running fantasy football show in the country, nay, the world, and inventor of guillotine leagues, he is Paul Charchian. Okay. A happy Lukuku, Kukukuku to you, my friend. It's been too long. I am currently situated on the on my deck. On an, in an 85-degree day, under a sun umbrella, <laughs> with nary a cloud in the sky. It is, it's, you know, for all the bitching and moaning I do about Minnesota, I should recognize when, when we've got a moment of greatness, and this is it. More than a moment of greatness, it's been incredible warm, high pressure, no rain at all, over the upper Midwest for quite some time now. In fact, they haven't had rain in Milwaukee here since May 20th. They don't have really rain in the forecast except for the chance of a thunderstorm tomorrow or Thursday for the next 10 days. So they're going to be working on almost a 30-day bender of drought, which then, of course, the meteorologist charge will scold all of us. You know, we really need the rain. Well, fuck, I don't control it. 
Get off my ass. <laughs> now, you do you are you one of these participants in the newfound no mow may? <laughs> no, I no, I mow all the time. I live to mow. I've talked about my beautiful new incredible uh Turf Tiger 2 mower. Ooh. Oh, that yeah. sounds sexy. I don't know what the hell that is, but I'm Googling right now. The Turf Tiger 2? Turf Tiger 2 from oh, the good so folks. So much better at, than Turf Tiger 1. <laughs> from the good folks at Skag in Mayville. Yes, it's uh, it's the most glorious piece of equipment. It's not just a mower. It's a professional piece of equipment, and I've oh. talked about it quite at length. But, yeah, for a guy that has 10 acres that likes to see the stripes in the grass and just soak in yeah. the sea of green – I would sooner think of cutting my left arm off than not <laughs> mowing in the month of May. May is the best month to mow because our grass in the mid-Atlantic area doesn't go to shit in May. It's still all grass. It doesn't have weeds and wildcat Bermuda and broadleaf plantain mixed in and clover and a bunch of other bullshit in there. It's got yes. good stuff. Unlike up here northern uh, in the northern part of uh, the Midwest, you get solid grass, good grass without weeds, because it doesn't get hot enough for weeds. That's right. Later That's in right. the summer. Well, so, I mean, so you didn't mow? Did you not mow in, in May? No, I mowed. Oh, okay. Through that. Who? I mean, you know, but then, uh, the, the, I, I think there are people that are always looking for an opportunity to, you know, conserve water or whatever. Oh, okay. I, you know, I live what? in Minnesota. We got, we got 10,000 lakes. Well, you are I don't the, need, we don't need to conserve any water. You, well, that's true. And you are the only state that voted for Mondale. So there's <laughs> Yes, we are. To think of it, to think that there was at one time an, an electoral map in which the entire country, 49 states, were unified. It's mind-boggling. It would never happen today. Uh, no, either way, either red or blue. And really, the, while we're on politics for a second, and I will not apologize for going there. Fuck you. You're an adult. You can handle it. I'm not going to trigger you with this. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, with our current democracy, is that we're basically a four-state fight right now yeah for the florida pennsylvania ohio i don't know maybe arizona wisconsin arizona that's it it's all the maybe wisconsin thrown in right and i'm telling you this right now the founders as brilliant as they were in understanding what would be a good way to set up government they didn't fucking foresee this oh no they did not they never thought okay it'll come down to four out of 50 states no chance Anyway, no, that's it. Yeah, anyway, it shouldn't, but it does. All right, so let's start. We got a long, uh, we got a, we got a lot to get to in a short amount of time. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Dogs, bruh, Raiders drafting, musing on McAfee, Marlin Man Dream Week, Bud Light Freefall, Lululemon fires employees, Narc mm. Cuban, thirty for thirty on American Gladiators, and a Russian tennis player turned OnlyFans. So let's get with it. Dogs, Charge sent me a text that staggered me stopped me in my tracks prior to agreeing to this podcast. He said, I want to take a moment to talk about one of the worst decisions in my life, and that is owning dogs. It's sacrosanct, right? I mean, you know, who, you know, dogs, you know, all they want to do is accompany you on every one of your adventures. They love you unconditionally. All they want to do is please you all the time. Everybody loves dogs. Zabe. This is maybe the single biggest mistake of my life was oh, getting dogs. Oh my and I like God. my dogs. I like my dog. I like my <laughs> They love me. I like my what, dogs. What happened? Did your dog rob a bank and blame you for it? Uh, did your dog steal all your Bitcoin by getting into your encrypted uh, bit wallet? Oh, what you, happened? Yeah, well, you know, I, I wish I'd, I'd, I'd gotten off cheaper if they had. 
Six years ago, I got Scraps. Now, you've met Scraps a couple of times. You met Pepper once. For those who don't know, Scraps is a rescue dog literally about the size of a football. 20 pounds. So he's not Chihuahua size. He's like double a Chihuahua, but, you know, 20 pounds, a small dog. And And at the time. He will not win any handsome dog contests, but he's beautiful to you and, and Roxy. See, I think Jack Russells are very cute dogs, which he's, he's mostly Jack Russell. He's mostly Jack out, Russell, but he's, what else has he got in him? Little Beagle. Little Beagle ah. in there as well. Yes. A Jack and Beagle. <laughs> when I got Scraps Zabe, um, I, at the time, it was six years ago, I'm engaged to Roxy, you know, and this was a, in, in a sense that we were, we were like starting our own family, right, with a dog. Yeah. We were not going to have kids at that age, right? So... You know, it was like starting our own little family with Scraps. And and plus, Scraps is a great name for a dog. And I wanted a dog named Scraps. Before I even had a dog, I wanted Scraps. Because Scraps is a great name. Lesson number one, Zabe, do not buy a dog just because you have a kick-ass name for your dog. (laughs) I have a name waiting for a dog. I just need a dog to fill this name. Never do that. That's so. That was lesson number one. Okay, so you already... By the way, didn't Scraps also have some physical disability... He had to overcome he, um, only in that when and your very first and the first visit that you had and the first time you met Scraps, he was still just a puppy then six years ago. Yeah. He had uh, papilloma, which is uh, which was a, a thing like on his lip. It was basically like a cold sore for a dog. And he had it for like a month. That's when you saw him. Now, I did the right thing, the right thing, Zabe, and I got a rescue. But here's the thing about rescues, as opposed to getting a purebred that nobody talks about. You don't know what you're getting. If you get a purebred German Shepherd, you know you're going to get a confident dog. If you get a purebred Golden Retriever, you're going to get a laid-back dog. If you get a purebred Lab, you're going to get a friendly, sociable dog. But with a rescue, it's a total crapshoot. The adoption agency doesn't know the breeding of the dog. They're guessing. Well, there's two things. Number one, you start, you know, it's uh, rescue dogs or, you know, mutts, which have several different breeds in them have cross-pollinated tendencies and traits and abilities of the different breeds. Every breed is known for something. So like you said, German Shepherd purebred, they're getting German Shepherd instincts, German Shepherd tendencies, a German Shepherd operating system. Pure, Pure and mostly devoid of bugs. So not only are mutts a mixture of operating systems when it comes to dogs, but you don't know what traumas they've been through being lost, being hungry, being abused, that you'll have to work through and overcome. That's why Cesar Milan has a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, okay, and, and I, I ended up getting, the operating system I got was the equivalent to IBM's OS2, for those of you in the tech world uh, yeah. that can, re, that can remember like, that. Sounds like that's a shitty operating system to ask <laughs> if you ask me, Charge. <laughs> that was, a, 20 years ago, IBM was pushing that as a Windows alternative. But, I, you know, here's the thing. Yes, there is a history for some rescues. My dog was eight months old. So, okay. know, or, sorry, eight weeks old. Eight weeks old. Okay. So Scraps probably did not have some history, but he yeah. came from Kentucky. Fred Minnick was oh. beating Scraps at one point. Well, and we, we rescued so wait, Scraps. Wait a minute. You rescued Scraps from Fred? Well, I'm yes. just hypothesizing because Fred's the only person we know in common in Kentucky. So I'm blaming it all on Fred. Oh, oh, okay. You're joking about that. I thought you yes. literally, because you know Fred being the bourbon guy that you are, and he is. 
That he no. he gave you the dog, like, hey, I got the stray dog that showed up. Charge, do you want it? And you were like, yeah, sure. I got the perfect name for it. Scraps. <laughs> right. That would be that would be a great story. And Scraps was insanely adorable as a puppy, a total showstopper. I literally could not walk down the streets See, of Minneapolis without people, especially girls, stopping and cooing over Scraps. That's what dogs do. Dogs that win your dogs heart do. just looking at you. And at the outset, Roxy and I told ourselves we are not going to be bamboozled. By cuteness. And yet we were. <laughs> every dog owner says that. Just like every homeowner looking at home says, all right, I won't be impressed with the kitchen, no matter how nice the kitchen's been redone. I won't be impressed. <gasps> look oh, at that look island. At that island. And the marble counters. We've got to have it. That's right. Now, the rescue agency called Scraps a terrier mix, which I hope you can hear the air quotes there. Turns <laughs> out he's almost entirely Jack Russell. And the Jack Russell is the jackass of the dog, the dog world. Yes. It, he is scraps is <laughs> smarter, more athletic and more stubborn than anybody in our entire household. He basically runs our house. Very difficult, brow, boundless energy and a strong will not to learn any lessons or do anything. <laughs> he does not want to. The world happens on scraps terms. That's a huge problem. Right. And you don't know what you're getting. And, Zabe, I discounted shedding. I'm like, that's shedding. Who cares? I'd had dogs before. They shed a little. They don't sell hassle. You vacuum one extra time a week and you're done. Oh, no, not scraps. A 20-pound dog, but you pet scraps, and he releases a cloud of fur that triggers a localized solar eclipse. It's so bad. It's like when crop dusters release their (laughs) pesticide. That's what it looks like when I pet scraps. It is... A freaking disaster. And Scrap's stubbornness manifests itself in ways you would never have guessed. He hates to poop. Oh, my God. I thought dogs loved to poop, and they loved to pee on things. And they poop and pee in inappropriate places, like in your house and on your couch and on your neighbor's driveway. I don't have that problem, I'm happy to say. But Scraps flips it the other direction. He will fight it until the poop is forcing its way out of his butt. So I can't just, like, let Scraps out in the backyard, assume he's going to just take care of any needed business. No, that would be too simple for a complex, stubborn dog like Scraps. Instead, he holds it all day long, holds it into the night. I let him out before bedtime. He won't go. And then at 2 a.m., now, now it is pooping time because he's got no choice. Well, if I may ask, um, do you still have the receipt? (laughs) (laughs) only in the manner of of this i mean i could i can go to back to the same adoption agency and say say, remember me remember me from six years ago i can't handle this kid too tough that's right and but but you can't really it's a social pariah right if i do that i'm going to look horrible well you should also not talk about it on a podcast but Probably not. Me. If I do do that, <laughs> if, um, if 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 by some chance you adopt a terrier beagle mix that sheds a lot and boy seems to bear and seems to respond to the t- to the word scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Church's dog I've just ad- readopted? <laughs> <laughs> so then, what do we do? So we're in the grinder with scraps, and I come. What's the grinder? I'm in the grinder. I like I'm I'm in uh the in the grinder, grinder. means I'm, you know, tough he's, spot. I right? he's, he's, he's wearing grinding me down. Is this by the way on the recent RV trip? 
in the uh, not the Jayco, but what's the company name that you we're, bought? Uh, this is an Ibex, and we're Ibex. coming to that. Yes, okay. this this does come full circle okay. here. So I decided Scraps is wearing me down. He's at one years old. He, he's I've gone through a year of agony with this puppy, trying to get him potty trained, and everything else is chewing everything. Oh, Scraps is six. I thought he's six now, but I'm backing up the story for a moment to one year old. Got it. Okay. I asked Twitter, is getting a second dog twice as much work, or do they neutralize each other? <laughs> well, I'm, sure, my, I'm sure Twitter, do you hear those air quotes, gave you uh, just the answer you were looking for. <laughs> Correct. They lied to me, Zabe. Oh, it's <laughs> just as easy. Oh, Instead of yeah. taking one for a walk, you just take two. They'll or babysit each let, other. <laughs> yes, you babysit each other. So you let one dog out, and that's like the other dog just follows them outdoors. Easy. So... I bought my dog a dog. And? The second dog is at least double the work, double the cost, double the fur, and double the issues. <laughs> you are neck deep in it, buddy. You I am are neck deep neck in it. Deep. This is more neck deep than you getting that Ibex trailer, which required two car upgrades within the span <laughs> of a month. That is actually correct. Now, Pepper, dog number two, Unknown at the time. Also, rescue. You'd think I would have learned my lesson. We didn't know what we were getting with that. Rescue service described Pepper as a lab mix. Yeah. Turns out it's a mix of high-energy breeds. Australian cattle dog, border oh. collie. Oh, I my mean, God. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yes. Those dogs need a 100-acre ranch to work every day in order Correct. to feel useful in life. Right. And they need to be herding all day long, right? So I got... And at my old house, we had basically no yard. So what do I do? I go buy my dogs a house. The house you were at most recently. Big backyard so that I could fence in. So I got to go. I got I to upgrade the house. I got to, you know, I'm in up for a couple hundred thousand dollars extra on this house. I got to put up a fence. So the fence is not cheap. And then. You have a beautiful dog yard, though. It's just the right size. Looks to be about a third of an acre. It's got the backyard's a nice, about a third. Yep. About a third of an acre. It's got a nice yep. grassy area. Uh, very easy to view from the deck where you're sitting right now. It would seem to be a dog owner's heaven. It's, it's great for the dogs. I did this for the dogs. And then that brings me to the camper and travel, right? So I've got the two dogs, and I'd like to take a one-week vacation. Boarding two dogs, Zabe, for one week is a thousand dollars oh boy and i've done this many times over the five years and so Roxy and I are looking at each other like we want to take like a two or three week trip i'm out three grand and i've got and it's not fair to the dogs to kennel them for like three weeks i mean that is that's not cool so we bought the camper so now i'm out the cost of the camper yeah. then to pull the camper i gotta buy a pickup truck so there's a there's a there's another hundred grand right there camper pickup truck that's a hundred grand, Zabe. Dogs, the worst decision well, of my life. They are. However, I don't get the sense that you could just go drop each one of them off, even to the most loving of families, to the most rich and well-off, dog-starred families who would say, "Oh my God, we'll give these dogs a proper home." Something tells me in your heart, if you were to do that, it would break five times over, or. Am I wrong? Pepper would be tough. Scraps. And here's the thing. I got to speak in hushed tones right now, Zabe. Okay. All right. This is, this is strictly between us and your listeners. 
My next door neighbor has got two young daughters. One is two and one's four. The four-year-old loves scraps. Oh. They've, they've, got, they've got a dog who's like 15 years old. <laughs> I can already see, can this see, can see where this is going. I see this coming like a plot line to Three's Company. And I'm like, oh, I see what's going to happen here. Uh-huh. So you, you let the neighbors adopt scraps, and then they begin to hate you because you've given them the nightmare dog. Well, I, here, okay, wait. It hasn't happened yet. But Eleanor, the four-year-old, loves Scrappies, as she calls him, and yeah. Scrappies loves Eleanor. And, you know, I, I would tell them all the truth. I mean, I'm not going to not tell them all the truths about Scraps because they're next door if the thing goes belly up. But, <laughs> but let's say, for example, my next camper vacation, um, after, their, after their current dog dies, because the current dog can't, is, it's a long story, but they could test run Scraps. What do you think of a, you know, they, I got a week vacation. Why don't you take scraps for a week? See what happens. And what happens when poor, when Eleanor oh. falls in love with scraps? Well, that's the thing. As long as you're full up honest for your neighbor saying, listen, your daughter loves scraps. He is a lot of work. And here's mm-hmm. the ways he's work. Just so you know this going in. But if you would like to watch scraps for a week and see, you know, how it goes. And maybe, you know, if you, if you really love scraps, you could take them in on your side of the fence instead of my side of the fence. Okay, yes. but just so you know, if you, if you are completely forewarning your neighbor, then I think it's doable. However, it's a neighbor. It's like, you know, having sex with somebody at work, you know. <laughs> don't, don't shit where you eat kind of thing. You know, it's right. like, yeah, you like, can't, you, now you're going to have to move away it. from it. You're going to have to move again because you're like, <laughs> well, like- and then I gave the dog to the neighbor, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Wow, that, you know, Charge, that's quite a dilemma. Now, you know, I, I know there's going to be a small number of people who try to dog shame you. Like, how dare you not love that dog and all of its problems with all your heart because of all the joy that it gives you in ways you don't even realize. I can't believe the selfish, narcissistic uh, views of charge. It's outrageous. There's going to be a handful of those. However, yeah. I bet you we're going to flush out of the weeds. A number of people have said, look, I've owned dogs. I love dogs. Some dogs, though, are simply too much. Here's our story of having to send one off you know, cut cut the dog and send it to the miners. Yes. That, and that it, happens. You know, that happens in happen. large numbers every year. That's why there are rescue shelters, period. Right. And, you know, look, you know, I, I went from a rescue, right? This is a better alternative than putting him back in the rescue. I mean, I'm, I'm plus two in the karma department. I can be, I can subtract one from the karma department, can't I, and still be plus one? A hundred percent. I think so. I would like to think that's the case. I don't think it's an indecent proposal. Right. I don't think this is a million dollars to sleep with my wife. I think this is your <laughs> wife. I think this is a reasonable proposal between two consenting parties. If it comes yeah. to that. You know what? It would uh, y- your record would still be better than Mike Mayock drafting in the first round <laughs> for the Las Vegas Raiders as a hard pivot to topic number two. All right, let's do it. So let's this Jimmy it. Garoppolo thing has absolutely floored me that this is the plan they're going with. And uh, I asked the question this morning to Packer fans. I'm like, so how do you feel about Devontae, old number 17? I said, are you you feel? I'm like, do you feel bad at all? Well, they can't. They got no money. But I said, do you feel bad at all for him? And my producer, Josh, said, nope, completely dry eyes. And I said, do you feel a little bit of schadenfreudian Nelson Muncy and ha-ha? Yeah. And he said, yeah, maybe a little bit. 
I mean, he did join a team that has been known for dysfunction, starting at That's the top right. with the owner and on down the line. And so he should have had his eyes wide open. He just thought, hey, I'm great. I'm getting the money. Car's there. We're good. We're going to be great. We're going to ball out. It's all going to work out until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. And, you know, all the warning signs were there, right? We knew Derek Carr was a middling quarterback. We knew the rest of the roster was awful, awful. And so there was a very good chance at some point they were going to have to reboot this thing. Then the Raiders right now, if they cut, if Jimmy Garoppolo's foot doesn't work out and they just cut him and they want the money back or whatever, Brian Hoyer and Aiden O'Connell are your starting quarterbacks for the Raiders. I mean, they're clearly at that point playing to lose. And that's what Devontae Adams is looking at right now as a very real possibility. And you got to wonder if at some point he's not, he's not trying to, situate himself for another trade so that he doesn't have to end his career on a team that's going to reboot and try to go get Caleb Williams at the top of the next draft. Yeah. The Raiders traded Khalil Mack, had three first-rounders in Mayock's first draft in 2019. Pretty much whiffed on the whole thing. Josh Jacobs was the only first-rounder that's been productive. Uh, Cleland Farrell, uh, their first pick overall uh, defensive end was a complete shit show never played more than like five games uh safety jonathan abram was also a whiff in the first round uh the next year they had a chance to uh to bounce back and basically the draft turned out to be just as shitty and you can say well it's it's not you know mayock's fault that henry ruggs the third drove his car at 196 miles an hour trying to recreate the scene from Back to the Future and killed a woman. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it kind of is his problem because he's drafting bad character guys, including uh, some safety or a corner that was a bad character guy that they also had to cut because they looked at his social media and said, Jesus, what is this guy doing? <laughs> and the funny thing is, you know, we used to have, Scott and I used to have Mayock on on a regular basis when he was doing the games on NFL Network on our national yeah. show. Yeah. We loved him. We thought he was a sensible, smart, serious guy that was all about football. And maybe he was, but damn, horrible fucking instincts. Oh, yeah, this is a case where being a GM is very different. Different skill set than being the the guy that needs to show up on ESPN or the NFL Network, whichever he was, for three days a year. I mean, it's, it's a totally different skill set. The two do not overlap very much. And May, obviously, Mac was in over his head. So many bad draft picks. In fact, trying to find any in any round that worked out particularly well, there's Max Crosby. Like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, like I say, there's not even like another second contract to be had here out of all the guys that he picked. The other one I think of the, uh, of the article that was chronicling this, and he was a late-round guy. Uh, was the uh, the white whip whip guy from Clemson wide receiver? Uh, oh, Hunter Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Yeah, yeah, yep. So yep. Max Crosby, Hunter Renfro, the only redeeming ones, and they came late in the round, so it was pretty much a, a guess, a pick and a poke. If twenty twenty four is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. 
Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Okay, uh, cut number three, musing on McAfee. I, want, yeah, I don't know what this means. Which well, John McAfee? What are we talking? The McAfee Pat, software? Pat. Oh, Pat McAfee. Musing on McAfee. I just want your thought as a guy who understands media, the industry, building a business, building your own yeah. brand, selling out, et cetera, et cetera. I want to get your thoughts on McAfee going to ESPN. I like it. I don't. Well, okay. If I'm ESPN, I like it. If I'm McAfee, I don't. Because the whole reason that McAfee got to where he is today is basically talk to regular dudes in a regular way, right? He was one of us. He was just a, a beer-guzzling, camping, 
trucking guy, right, who shows right. up in his sleeveless T-shirt and talks our language, right? The, the relatability was so much higher than the stuffed shirts at ESPN. And you right? don't think and, they're going to let him be that minus just a few select words he can't say on ESPN he did on YouTube? You don't think it'll still be that kind of bare-knuckled guy talk? I think it will be because ESPN's in trouble and they're trying anything. They're grasping at straws. They're losing viewers. Disney may spin them off into their own money losing entity. There's a lot of I there's a lot of that. fear right now. Repeat and that so, line. Their own money what entity? Losing. Money losing entity. ESPN, ESPN is deeply negative. That's like deeply to think that Disney would go. Okay, shit. Let's take this thing, ESPN, that was the worldwide leader in sports that seemingly had a printing machine for money. And let's go lock it in a room where the stink will not infect the rest of our portfolio. That's stunning. (laughs) It's it's amazing how much it's changed. Just look in the last 10 years. I mean, the... I, at, Ten years ago, Zabe, my DirecTV controller, I had worn off the two, the zero, and the six on the keypad of my of my <laughs> of my remote really? for my DirecTV. I mean, they were they were rubbed clean. You couldn't even see the two, the zero, the six. You're not exaggerating. It, we were always there. Oh, I am totally exaggerating, but you get the gist of it. Oh, okay. We yeah. were, you were constantly on ESPN because there was so much. There was the whole sporting world pivoted on That's ESPN, it was. and it yeah. simply doesn't anymore. And they forced away a lot of just regular sports fans through a variety of, of bungled decisions. Well, not only that, but uh, there's, not only is there a lot of other options out there, but they have made it so that a lot of us f- hold that remote in our hand. I've done this, charge, and I've thought, okay, I'm just popping the TV on. I want to kind of watch something, anything, quick. What do we mm-hmm. got? And I think about going 206, and the thought crosses my mind, <sighs> they're just a bit much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean by a bit much? They're well, either a bit much. Mean. They're either a bit much with their agenda, or they're mm-hmm. a bit much with their nonsense, like arguments that wouldn't last a second in a bar next to a buddy, such yeah. as Mike Greenberg saying, "You know, I really think the Lakers should rest their starters in Game Five against the Warriors." What the fuck? <laughs> like that. So when I think about 206, I go, do I really want to watch them? And this is not out of some punishment because I'm not a metered Nielsen household. It just is, will watching this anger me? <laughs> that's the last thing I want. <laughs> is your life bettered or worsened by the watching experience ESPN. you're going to have on 206? Yeah. Which, you know, ideally should never have to go through your mind when you're no, it to change a channel. No, it shouldn't. I think they've totally broken their brand. Speaking of breaking their brand, I'm going to skip to cut five. Bud Light Freefall. There are now viral photos and videos from the Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend showing beer sections in grocery stores in which... The rest of the beer brands have been picked clean, and what is left but a huge pile of Bud and Bud Light. Now, <laughs> now knowing that the internet is a play is a funhouse mirrors of not quite real, and realizing these key things could be a work or they could have been restocking. Right. Who knows? The real data does show that Bud Light and is down like twenty six percent still from a yes. year ago. So it's completely taken a nosedive, and that uh, is probably with accounting for that in the deep south it's down even more so somehow northern parts of the country more liberal minded maybe like minnesota sales are up somehow to keep it only down 26 percent i ask you charge 
what is really happening because a single unsponsored ad campaign, which is what this was with Dylan Mulvaney, should not have this kind of lasting effect. So what, my friend, is going on? Well, I think that you hit on the key thing. Well, first of all, understand this. 22% in the beer business is a gigantic drop, humongous drop, where people, they're scrapping over 0.1% changes in either direction. I mean, that, you know, if you can, you can raise your, your, you can get a 0.1% positive change in your beer consumption output. You've done your job is this that- year. If that's true. You know this. That is true. How? I know this for a fact because I was a over decade long uh, sponsor for one of the bigger uh, regional beers Ooh. in Minnesota in the five state area up here, uh, Grain Belt, the Shells Brewery. And because of my longtime association with them, I got to know the beer industry really, really well. And it's gotten so diversified with all the micro brews yeah. and all the pubs and everything else, right? And it, it's become. You know, when you could have had gigantic big brands that had 20% of market share, like, you know, years ago, Schlitz did. Now you're trying to get to like 4.2%. And if you can get 4.2% to 4.3%, that is a big, big win. Losing 20% for Bud Light is a catastrophic loss. The question to you, though, and you raised it, the big question is, is it going to last? Is it going to last? Or this is just like a one-time little thing, and a year from now, the good old boys are going to be back drinking their Bud Light not thinking twice about it. Okay, two things. One is I understand that despite the 26% drop, they still sell a shit ton of Bud and Bud Light in stores. Like, their annual sales are still like a billion or something like that or better. So you're not saying that it could kill the brand entirely, that they'll just be like, remember when we used to have TWA Airlines and Budweiser <laughs> beer and, and Sharper Image? <laughs> They're no longer. Uh, like, no, I don't... We're not, no, we're not going to get to that point. It's never going to, it's not like it's not going to be a brand, but people's, you know, people's tastes shift and people move and they get into their group. Coors Light was a zero out of 120 years ago. Now it's like the number two white beer true. in America. That is these true. Things, it was a, it was a niche niche brand that nobody really drank outside of the Rockies, outside of the Correct. West. Correct. And they, Correct. they pumped it up. I think what's going on is simply we have become such a trivial, stupid society, influenced by the most online of nonsense, that people are terrified of being seen at a function holding a Bud Light, not because they necessarily find the views of Dylan Mulvaney or her lifestyle or anything like that abhorrent. They might be quite open-minded in that regard. They're terrified of even the slightest bit of peer-to-peer mocking. That's my theory. And so therefore, out of an abundance of caution, people are just saying, you know what? I don't want to deal with it. Hey, hey, Jerry, go to the store. We need some beer for the party. You go there. Bud Light's on deep discount. There's a ton of it available. And you think to yourself, shit. I got that one uncle who I know is not going to stop running his mouth if I bring home Bud Light. So guess what? I'll just avoid it. It's an easy thing to avoid because there's so many other brands. How's that for a theory? No, it's a legit theory. It's funny. I was at a uh, I was at a live recording of a podcast, which I was just in the audience for, and one of the people up on the stage was drinking a Bud Light. 
and it became a point of contention. Like, you know, what does it mean? You're drinking her Bud Light. Is this a political statement? Uh, you know, what does this say about who you are? And then how dare I, you no, question my that. beer choice? And it's bad, yes. yeah, right? <laughs> Nobody wants that. Now, you would think there would be a counter movement, Zave, right? By the trans, the trans activist left should have been buying up as much as yeah. or if not more than what all of the far right is not consuming. They, they don't but the have, problem is they, they don't have, want their craft beers. They, if, well, it doesn't, if it's not yeah. a, it's not a weeded uh, Hefeweizen, they're out. <laughs> well, you're stereotyping. You know, how, know, dare, how dare I, you do I, that? I, I, but, I know. But the bottom line is they, they don't have a big enough army. There's not enough of them in numbers, you know? You need, you need numbers to fight this counterfeit right there. And then, and then and, you know, Budweiser as a brand wouldn't want that anyway. Because they would say, no, 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 that's not what we wanted our brand to be associated with. But it's almost well, like that ship sailed. I know. Remember in uh, Game of Thrones, nerd. I glad. I was always glad to have a Game of Thrones fanatic with me because I can make references like this, and you'll get it. It's almost oh, like it. it's almost like when uh, what's his name touched the grayscale, just a touch, grazed by it, and it began to just take him over. Get him. Yes, that's right. I remember that. He was in the boat. Yes. Um, it is It is like that. It, uh, it just Over you time, get the, you get it was tainted, like, you're fucked. By it. Yeah, you're fucked. You're, you got a little skin rash. It's going to grow and grow and grow. There's no stopping it, although he did find a potion or a spell to stop it later on. And it's going to kill you eventually. So we'll <laughs> I love hearing you talk about potions and spells. <sighs> you know, someday, someday. You we'll and I, played we're gonna Dungeons we're gonna play Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. We're gonna play a session of Dungeons and Dragons, and we're gonna record it, Zabe. Only it's if I can be... only if I can dress up in corduroy pants and a checkered shirt from Target. <laughs> then I'll yeah. then I'm in. Well, <laughs> recreate I, you... my look, my fit, as they say, from 1981. <laughs> <laughs> um. I would uh, I would game master this. I would be the dungeon master. We'd get some other people in. That would be people that, like you, probably have no real basis of understanding for Dungeons and Dragons, and we'd record it and release it as a as a multi part Zabecast. That'd be something, Church. That would be something. All right, last one here because uh, we wanted to keep this quick. <laughs> that this... was a no. That was a no effing way. Well, I, you know, I would just want to wrap this up here. Let me think about it. Let, <laughs> let me let me think about. It. Let's let's workshop that a bit, as they say in corporate All America. Right. Yeah. Uh, last one. Put a pin in it. La- right. Put a pin in that. We're coming back to that. Last one here. Narc Cuban was trending yesterday because Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks and star of Shark Tank. Went online on Twitter to say, hey, just curious, uh, how many people are illegally streaming a pirated stream of the Celtics in the heat? And people went ballistic on him. It was hilarious, calling him Narc Cuban and posting meme after meme after meme of feds staring into their computers looking to track down these Twitter sites. What did you think of that? And um, just give me some thoughts in general about pirating in this day and age. All right. So um, I want to explain what's happened to me recently because I've had I had no choice but to hit a pirated stream recently. Oh, no choice. I had no choice. (laughs) As you know, um, as you know, the the I dropped direct TV after the football season because they weren't going to have NFL Sunday ticket. So that was my most that was most of why I had I had it. But it also had my regional which is Bally Sports North. Then the wolf season ends. Uh, the wolf season ends and the, uh, the wild season ends. And I want to watch those playoff games. 
but now I don't have the channels that it's on. And I'm not going to fire up DirecTV. I'm not going to go back to DirecTV just to watch like what's ultimately going to be a five-game series for the Timberwolves, right? So I want to watch the game. I need to be able to talk about the game. But how do I do that without resubscribing to DirecTV or some other service that I ultimately do not want as soon as the Wolves get summarily ejected from the playoffs? <laughs> Easy answer, pirate the stream. Go to a pirated stream and just watch the game like millions of other people are doing. Cuban is absolutely right to ask about this. Wasn't there, there are, wasn't there an over-the-top option from Bally Sports North to buy their shit for 20 bucks a month? Their Bally's the regionals did do did not get any of the playoff games in hockey oh. or basketball. Yep, those all went to the, the big national contracts. So you needed, I'm a little bit confused. Why couldn't you pay for legitimately what you were looking to watch? I would have had to have resubscribed to DirecTV or Comcast or, you know, something. YouTube, and I didn't want to subscribe to what, anything. I just want to watch five games of the Timberwolves. On Bally? No, because it wasn't on Bally. It, what was it on? Or not on Bally. It was on, like, TNT. Wait a minute. So right? your YouTube TV doesn't get TNT? I don't have TNT? YouTube TV. I don't have YouTube What do you TV. have? I have nothing. What do you mean Nothing. Nothing. Is this incomprehensible to have nothing? Well, I have nothing. If you've got nothing, you need to buy something. You know, these sports don't, they don't get produced for free, you know? (laughs) We're running a business here, George. (laughs) Cubans, why I believe Cuban is asking is this. The cost to watch is too high and it's too, there's too many hurdles. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to subscribe to freaking YouTube TV. I don't want YouTube TV, but I'm going to have to subscribe because I'm going to want the NFL Sunday ticket in three months. There's the, the, I think he's doing this because he understands that regular people like me have been forced into illegal streaming. By the way, the Twins games. I can't even watch local Twins games because yeah. they're blacked out here and yeah. there's no streaming option because Bally's would belly up. Yeah. It's there's too many hurdles, and that's I think why he's asking. There are millions of people streaming across the globe. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a man who is neck deep in trailers, campers, new cars, new house, backyards, all because he fell in love with a rescue dog that he already had a name for in scraps, has drawn the line at eighty dollars a month for YouTube TV. Don't say that charge has no limits to his expenditures. He does, and he's found them. Uh, I am the walking definition of uh, what is it? Pound stupid and penny smart. Penny smart, pound stupid. Whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, me. that's it. You nailed it right there. No, he didn't yes. nail it. He got it wrong. Charge, you're the best, buddy. We'll talk next week. Bye bye. Okay, everyone. Like this is me on the drum. Oh, eh? get out! It is not your it is soul. Stop I learn, will you? Take off, eh? Oh. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. 
That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag.